Welcome back to Call Me Contact with Contact. I'm Contact on Spotify and Radio Public. Okay, on the line we have Blair Danushi. You know her best from The Loud House. She is Bertha and Bernice. That's on Nickelodeon. And then also Yokai Watch. That's on Disney XD. How you doing, Blair? Uh, good. Thank you so much. So, uh, tell me a little bit about yourself and how you got into this. Um, okay, so I actually got into, actually I've been an actor, like doing like commercial work and print work since I was pretty young. I was going to Chicago like every single week. My mom had to like drive me up there for like auditions and stuff. But fast forward, I ended up going to drama school at Yale, which was an absolutely incredible and uplifting experience. How I got into voiceover was kind of funky. <laughs> mm-hmm. I did some Planned Parenthood commercials, uh, radio commercials actually, in St. Louis with my agent there. That was a really good experience. I really loved to do the radio commercials. It was so fun to record that. It was like, like four-hour jobs and relatively decent pay. And then, you know, after that, I ended up doing, um, like, you know, Pizza Hut commercials, you know, uh, car commercials, like, over the radio, which is really exciting. Um, and then, actually, I came across something, you know, and on my own, before I had an agent, um, I had, like, kind of came across someone that was doing an animation show, and they needed some more actors for, and I was like, well, you know, I did some radio commercials, let me just send you some samples, some voiceover samples, and, you know, he likes my voice, and, you know, that's how I got cast in T.O. Kai Watch. That was such an amazing experience. I literally, from the time that I stepped into that recording booth, my entire world had changed. I like, fell in love with animation and voiceover acting, and I like I don't think I can go back to regular film screen. I could definitely see that. So yeah. So and then from there, obviously, you know, you make connections, you meet other producers that are working on other shows, or they know friends that they work with, or you know, working with other networks and. Um, really all about connecting too and then that's how I ended up you know connecting with the producer that was working on the Loud House and you know we ended up you know kind of becoming friends and you know I auditioned for with him and met the casting director and so that was kind of from there that was kind of all up <laughs> which is nice and do you have more fun doing Bertha or do you have more fun doing Bernice ooh that's kind of hard I like Bertha, actually. She's, I mean, I like them both. I mean, they're twins, they're sisters. So, you know, as people who are, you know, twins with someone else, um, you kind of vibe off of each other. So I feel like Bernice, Bernice and Bertha kind of do that. And do you take time, like, getting into the character first, or um, is it exciting actually getting into the character first and then delivering, or is it just something that you're able to just go ahead and do? Um... That is, it just, it kind of depends, though, like, on what role I'm doing. Like, obviously, as an actor, you have to be able to be thrown into anything to be able to kind of, like, incorporate yourself into this character and really bring that character to life. Um, but normally, like, we'll have our scripts sent to us either, like, you know, a couple weeks prior, like, a week or two prior. So we have, you know, kind of time to go over it. And then, obviously, before we record, we meet with the, you know, the casting team or the director and the producers and... We kind of just have like a practice run or a practice record just to kind of, you know, try to bring out the character. And so it kind of depends on what network I'm kind of working with. Um, normally, like, I really like to kind of get into the character. You know, I'm actually, it's crazy, like, I'll be at home. 
especially even like when I'm auditioning for other stuff, like I'm like auditioning and I'm like, my animals look like I'm crazy because I'm like over here like talking in crazy voices and mm-hmm. everyone's like, oh my God, like what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I can see that too. Yeah. I, I do the same thing, only I just talk to myself. I'm kidding. No. No, no, it's okay. I just do like, and I talk in baby voices with my animals, so like, I mean, people would think I'm like crazy. <laughs> you know that you know it's National Cat Day today. Yes, I do. <laughs> do you have, do you have cats or do you have dogs? I have, actually I have four dogs and I have a cat and I have a bird. So I'm guessing my you. My cat is actually yeah, my cat is actually best friend to my bird, which is really crazy. That's funny. That never yeah, happens like that. <laughs> What's your cat's name? Simba. He's Simba? actually right here, right next to me. Mine was over here for a second, but it started to attack the wire, so I had to put it uh, in the room. Her name's Cat. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> and so, and did uh, did you get any celebratory things for the cat? Did you do anything uh, out of the ordinary for her, him, whatever? No, he got he got extra treats all day. He's pretty chunky. I mean, he doesn't need any extra treats. Not <laughs> and, um, no, he gets tons of love every day. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. That's really cool. So, when you're working with Nickelodeon, do they fly you out there, or is it one of those things where they let you uh, do everything from home and then send your quality and or the, your your product into them, and they work with it from there? No, and I wish I could do that, especially me moving actually to the East Coast. It's a pretty long flight going over <laughs> yeah. to Burbank. We recorded Burbank actually me I always the one thing I remember with Nickelodeon or I could say the one thing I always wanted when I was a kid is to have the slime the green slime all over the place <laughs> I thought that was so cool yeah I think I wanted to do that one too when I was a kid and what was your favorite show when you were a kid on Nickelodeon I actually loved Rugrats I was obsessed with Rugrats I love Tommy Pickles and actually um I've always wanted to work with She did. Uh, she did Dill as well, I believe. Yes, I think she did. That's cool. And did you? So you say that Tommy was your favorite? Tommy was my favorite. He was really spunky, and he was always so brave, and was like the leader of the pack. <laughs> he always had the screwdriver. I think that's how he would get out of yep. the playpen. Yep. He was. He was very spunky. Phil and Lil and stuff. Yeah, I would say my sister and I we liked it the most as well. We would like uh, Rugrats and then. Hey Arnold, um, we enjoyed that as yeah, well. Yeah, I, I love Hey Arnold too. That was another one of my favorites. Hey Arnold. And it's, actually, it's actually cool because when I when I recorded for the Loud House, um, when you kind of go back into the recording studios, they have all the chairs that obviously people sit on and wait, you know, like family members or when they have like auditions and stuff. But on the walls, they have these like 
changing videos of all of the Nickelodeon shows, like, from, like, the beginning. It is literally, I was, I was mesmerized by this. Like, I was just, like, obsessed with it. I loved when the Red Grass pictures were, like, coming up there in the Hey Arnold pictures. Yeah, me too. And then, um, you know, I would, I, I wish I could see this. I need to get out there and see this now. I, I yes, think it's... you should. So I got to never recorded at, like, Disney Channel, like, studios, the recording studios. So for Yokai Watch, we did it at, a, actually, a different recording studio. Um, so, yeah, so theirs did not have that. They just had, um, kind of, it was, like, a large studio. So not only was there recording booths for people doing animation shows, they had other smaller recording booths for people that are recording music. Um, they had, like, some film stages. So that one was a little different. And it was, like, a huge, huge space. Um, of like many different like office spaces of like you know film stuff that was that was a little different it was it was really cool me i always said that and, and it sounds like you've already thrown out one of your big influences go you know as you had gone forward me i really mm -hmm. did like the joker and mark hamill's take on the joker i think that's one of the most impressive things that i've ever seen who and mm -hmm. and how did you you know who is your one voice over actress where you just went, or voice over actor where you just went, that's that's awesome, I need to do this? I would probably, again, revert back to saying, like, E.D. Daily, because, I mean, to be able to change your, you know, as a woman, we have, you know, obviously very womanly voices. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, to be able to take your voice and literally sound like a man, um, is is incredible and that takes some dedication, hard work and excessive training and natural talent and a lot of voiceover actors, you know, it is I mean, you either have that natural talent or you're developing into that natural talent or you, you know, you don't and, and some people, that's okay because a lot of the animation shows especially with kids that are working on them you use your regular voices so it's not all like, you know, crazy voices like people think like with Yokai Watch, I used my voice, my regular voice, the entire time. Bernice, I used a little bit more of a different voice style, and Bertha, it was just my regular voice, and more like sporty. But I mean, to be able to, you know, do what Edie Daily did, like on a daily basis for her recording, you know, she has some raw natural talent, and that is like something I've always looked up to. So, are you working on your your male voice at the moment? Is that something that you <laughs> no. you would really? Not at the moment, mm -hmm. but I am looking on different dialects and, you know, ways to train my voice to be different, you know, higher-pitched voices or lower-pitched voices, and it is a lot of work, and it is very, you know, you have to be very dedicated to it, and you have to train, so that's a big thing that I always recommend is, like, training and, you know, always, like, honing your craft and working on your craft, especially as an actor, even if it's just reading random monologues during the day, when you have free time or at night, just printing out, like, monologues and, you know, a dramatic monologue or a comedic monologue or, you know, you know, commercial scripts, you know, it's always good to always be practicing. I find myself, uh, I used to do the same thing, only I could never do female voice, but I would, mm -hmm. as I always said, kid voice, and a lot of that stuff from came from when I was playing video games and stuff. I would just try and annoy the hell out of anybody, and I wanted mm -hmm. to make a kid voice, and the kid voice always, uh, it's it's annoying. Um, I'm just going to let you know it's annoying. But I would yeah. always do it, and as I was playing, you know, I would say, like, uh, Hello, how are you? Oh, my God, how are you guys? Oh, my God, what just happened? What just happened? 
And everyone would just be like, oh, my God, you just became a man. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, you know, I think it's like you said, you have to be, you have to work on it. It's not something that's just going to be, you're going to make out of nowhere. So, yeah, I mean, that was that was super fun, only it would annoy the hell out of people. But, it, you know, it's one of those things. And then you had said that you had gone to Yale. Yes. So you're super smart. Yeah, maybe this is bad. <laughs> <laughs> or you're on your way. Um, how uh, did I think you? Maybe on my way. <laughs> on your way. Did you uh, go to Yale for the same thing, or, or what did you study while you were at Yale? Drama. Drama. Okay. Yeah. So always had a taste for drama. Yeah, but it's. it's uh, I mean, Yale was a really amazing experience. Either way, I mean, just to you know step foot on the campus is you know. I don't know, you just have this really, like, New England, like, preppy feel, which is kind of, which is kind of great, too. Um, but no, they, they were really amazing. I learned a lot of amazing skills from that school, and, like, I just made a lot of connections and friends, and, um, I'm living actually back in Connecticut now, which is, you know, haven't visited the campus since I've been here, but, yeah, it was an amazing experience going to that school. And how is Connecticut right now? Is it cold? Um, no, it's rainy today. It was a little bit chilly. I live where I live now. I literally live, like, 35 minutes from the shoreline. Um, that's amazing. Me and my mom literally go to the beach every Saturday and take a walk. Oh, you're lucky. Yeah. That's not even fair. I'm really close to New York City, too, for auditions, which is great. I've never been to New York City. Oh, it's a magical city. There's always something going on. I actually call New York City the city of dreams, actually. Um, people go there to make a name for themselves in either, you know, different industries. There's all kinds mm-hmm. of good stuff going on over there. I'm from uh, where you used to be. I'm over in St. Louis right now, and it totally sucks. <laughs> I know. My sister and my brother are there. I actually have to admit, I do miss fuzzy tacos and emo's pizza. So when I go to visit, I'm literally going to eat the entire weekend for food <laughs> that I can't get here. <laughs> so. That's hilarious. I'll mail you a pizza. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, yeah. To anybody who doesn't know what Emo's Pizza is, it's a pizza that's within St. Louis. It's flat, and uh, they use Provel cheese instead. They put the meat underneath the cheese, and it is really good, unless you're from anywhere else. That... Mouth is watering right now. <laughs> there was a... Uh... And then I just actually went to Fuzzy's not too long ago. I know. My mom did, too. And she was literally like you know, FaceTiming me tacos. And I'm like, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> <laughs> I actually ordered mine. I got my food, and my friend's food looked a whole lot better, so I started eating their food instead. And theirs was yeah. better. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have this bad habit of whenever I go somewhere to get food, I always get the worst food, and then the person I'm with gets the best food, and I'm like, I'm going to need that. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's kind of crazy. It's, That's okay, though. So coming back for a little bit of fuzzies and a little bit of emos. That's that's normal, uh, though. Yep. <laughs> and so... Oh, and, and, and I have to get toasted bras because apparently people in Connecticut, they have no clue what toasted raviolis are unless you get them from, like, Walmart or, like, a Target or something. I'm like, if I go to, like, an Italian food place, I'm like, can I get toasted raviolis? They bring me, like, raviolis, like, with a red sauce. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you don't know what that is here. Yeah, T-Revies, and then uh, what's the other thing St. Louis famous for? Oh, asking everybody where they went to high school. 
Apparently that's a no-no. Apparently you're not supposed to do that. <laughs> somebody had said that it's rude to, to ask somebody where they're from for high, from high school, and I had said, well, I think that's I think that's a bit odd. Yeah. And so, um, now you also it looks like, and the only reason why it looks like is because you've told me that there's going to be a, a new project that's going to be coming about. Do you want to talk about that? Yes, um, I can't go into too much detail about that. Um, it is for Netflix, so it's kind of exciting. Um, Yo-Kai Watch, though, is on Netflix, which is, um, I think some of the episodes are going to be on Netflix if they aren't already, but I'm pretty sure I saw them on Netflix already. And Yo-Kai? But, no, yeah, I'm going to be doing a new series for Netflix. Um, it's an animation series, obviously, so just my voice, so I'll be able to see me on camera. Um, I'm in six episodes so and then the first season is about 20 episodes if I'm not mistaken so six is better than none <laughs> six is way better than none yes trust yes. me and then um the only question that I had had it, it looks like Yokai Watch I, I believe it's Yokai Watch is nominated at, for a couple of awards right now yeah I think they were and then the like I think um last year or the year before that Loud House 2 had been nominated for um something as well that's awesome. That's completely awesome. I, I I can't wait to watch a couple more of these. My, the last show that I had watched that was... Eh, mine was Courage the Cowardly Dog was actually the last one that I had ended up watching. I did like that show, too. And so... And I, I, the, the weird thing is, is I was thinking about going and, you know, checking out voice acting and all that stuff because some people had said, you know, it's it's... It's easier doing that because you're able to actually be a little bit more you than going on and, and, and acting. Just like you had said, you feel more you when you're able to do that than being doing your commercials and shows. I mean, I have a passion, honestly, for acting in general and being, like, on camera. I just, there was something about, I can explain. It's just there's something about the animation and voiceover, like strictly just for animation, that I literally just fell in love with. Like the moment I walked into that studio, I don't know if it was the fact that when I see people like want like kids, like I love kids. When I see people like especially kids and they're like watching the, the shows and my episodes and they're you know they're falling in love with those characters. They're falling in love with that show, and for them to like go to the store and buy like the dolls or the you know the bears or toys in relation to that show, and for them to just like get so excited that their show is coming back on and they look forward to having their TV time. It's just I don't know, like I just it was just something that I really fell in love with, and you know to be able to make you know a kid happy, you know when they have like a bad day or something that I don't know. <laughs> That's sure. what it just it really it really drove me to try to do my best and be the best I can, you know, obviously in auditions and, you know, when I'm recording for my character, it's just, I don't know, like, I just, I love how kids are, like, so in love with these shows that that's, like, the first thing that they talk about with their other kid friends, and I don't know, it's weird. <laughs> that completely makes sense. I know exactly what you're talking about. I mean, there's going to be somebody, just like you had said, who's going to have, whether it's a stuffed animal or a poster, and they're going to have a piece of you on their wall, and that's just yeah. incredible. Well, and another thing that just made me so, like, happy is when, like, you know, I, you know, when I was doing something in St. Louis for, well, actually, excuse me, on Los Angeles um, with a couple of the actors from Disney XD and, like, on our Twitter thing that we had going on, 
um, like, and we were talking to, like, that, you know, like, our fans and stuff, like, the kids, they were just like, oh, oh my god, like, that's you? You're on that, you know, that's your character? And they, some of them are like, how, like, how is that you? Like, you know, you're not, like, you don't look like that character. That was kind of funny, and I had one kid who was like, that's you? Like, but you don't look like that. <laughs> <laughs> that just is something that stuck with me. He just literally thought it was, like, the coolest thing that, like, like me, like I was like this voice that like he like absolutely loved on Yokai Watch. So that was it was kinda cool. Like I don't know, I just was like, that's amazing. Hell yeah it is. That's awesome. Now I'm jealous. Now I wanna be able to be that person. <laughs> Actually probably just like anyone I've worked with on Nickelodeon Network, like Shannon Reed, she's she's one of the casting directors. I don't I don't know if she she was on maternity leave earlier in the year. I don't know if she's still out or not, but she had passed me in um the Loud House for my episodes, and she is such an amazing casting director. Like, I will always look up to her, because when I went to other auditions and stuff, I've had casting directors, it was a little intimidating, and I left, like, feeling a little, like, intimidated, and so, but she is just, she is so friendly, and her spirit is just so uplifting, and it was just amazing. Like, and I kind of email her back and forth every now and then and check in, and, you know, I would probably just give a shout-out to her because she is amazing. Like, everyone at Nickelodeon was amazing because Nickelodeon was, like, the second project I did, and it was it was amazing. Like, I would say that was just, like, an amazing experience. So I got to work with The Loud House, and I got a lot of fans that are following me now on Instagram, and um, I don't know. I just, like, it was... I'm so thankful that I got to work for that. So, work for their company. And could you throw out your Instagram for them, for everybody? Oh, yeah. Um, my Instagram is just at Blair Dimitri, and then my Twitter is just at Blair Dimitri. That's pretty easy then. <laughs> Very oh, yeah, I like easy. that. That's perfect. <laughs> Thank you. Well, Blair, you've been an excellent guest. I appreciate it, and hopefully, I can have Thank you on the show again. Yes, I would love to. Thank you for listening to another episode of Call Me Contact with Contact on Spotify and Radio Public.